The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. So glad to have you with us today. Each and every week you're going to learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, I wanted to talk a little bit about an article that I had seen on Business Insider War Room, if you're not familiar with that, which is kind of an interesting little site. Carries a lot of insight around uh, entrepreneurship and business owners. And an article by Martin Zellwig, who's with Startup Professionals, kind of caught my eye. He's really talking about men versus women entrepreneurs and claiming that he has the facts. I don't know if these are really the facts. Lots and lots of studies have been done about the differences between men and women-owned firms and businesses. We do know that women are um, growing firms twice as fast as all businesses. Um, Women-run businesses actually grow slower, even though there are more of them, and so they do create fewer jobs. Uh, But I thought it was interesting uh, that he actually called out kind of some facts so I just wanted to run these by you today, and you, you know, you can weigh in whether or not you think they're factual or not. First, he's saying that women start companies to better balance their work and family lives. Now, I've had several experts on about women entrepreneurship who say that that is oftentimes why women actually start it. It's also a reason why they don't reach a million dollars. We know that's a huge issue with women-run businesses. Some other reasons, uh, some other quote-unquote facts are that male owners are actually likely to start a business to make money. And therefore, they have a solid business plan. I've had a lot of people on this show talking about the lack of a business plan often leaves a lot of female-run businesses in the red. Female-owned companies tend to offer family-friendly benefits, according to Martin. Well, I don't know about that. Um, You would think that would be so, but I haven't necessarily seen a high propensity of that. Another quote-unquote fact is male entrepreneurs seek investors much more often than women, and I will say that that's because there's more investor dollars to be had for male entrepreneurs. There aren't that many um, you know, investment firms out there looking to invest in female businesses in large part because the track record of success is a lot lower. So they kind of go hand in hand. I don't know that we can say that male entrepreneurs seek it more. We do know that they do tend to be more aggressive and they ask for what they want as opposed to going to family and friends to rise to ra- try to raise capital. But it's still kind of interesting that there just aren't that many advocates out there seeking to support female-owned businesses. Another fact, according to Martin, is female owners are more likely to have positive revenues guess that we're really focused on, you know, really trying to stay in, in, the, in the black. 
and that men may have more business experience trying to open their business. Well, that may be true. I really don't know about that. And that women have difficulty delegating delegating tasks. I think that's probably true, don't you? I think that we tend to be a little bit of a control freak and our lack of being able to delegate could mean that we're not, you know, able to really concentrate on the business itself. We've had lots of experts on the show that say that oftentimes we're our own worst enemies. Anyway, I thought that was all very interesting. Again, that was from Martin Zellwig with Startup Professionals as read on Business Insider War Room just this past week. Well, our purse strings profile today is the Dior Diva. There's nearly one million of these women in her early 60s, a third are grandparents and retired, making more than $165,000 a year. So they're doing quite well for themselves. They're very confident, um, somewhat financially secure, happy and optimistic, interested in the arts, cultures, entertaining. They like to recycle. Many of them may have second homes, so they're stocking up at Williams-Sonoma, Ethan Allen, buying wine, spirits, shopping at department stores. They like their luxury cars, and they love their beauty products. So if you're a marketer, how do you connect with the Dior Diva? Well, they're online, checking out travel and business sites like Market Watch, Orbitz, and Travelocity. They're also watching network programming and watching movies on Turner Classic Television and Hallmark Channel. And they're reading a lot of magazines, a lot of food and wine magazines, a lot of travel magazines, a lot of decorating magazines. Well, this is a group of women that have, you know, a lot of money. Um, If they're retired, they're spending on themselves or their grandchildren. And uh, Stephen Riley knows about this demographic. Stephen is the founder of Vibrant Nation, focused on that 50-plus woman. We're going to be talking to Stephen about boomer women and how marketers are missing the mark on her and what they can do about it so they don't let her get away. More on that when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Hi, this is Joel Tom. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. SEO is like a roulette wheel, hoping that you put in the right meta tags and keywords on your page so that your site lands on the top spot. Don't just take the gamble. Go with the sure thing. The premier business-to-business on-air and on-demand podcast network, webmasterradio.fm. We can place the right keywords and messages from a 30-second spot to a 30-minute monthly special. Plus, we give you the banner ads, links, and placement to bring you more traffic from not just search marketing pros listening to our SEO channel, but from all of our listeners and podcasters searching for you. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for consultation today. 
Rock the World with LinkedIn. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, welcome back to Purse Strings. Joining me today is Stephen Riley, founder of Vibrant Nation, focused on women over 50 and all the wonderful, wonderful things that she's interested in, what might appeal to her, and making sure communicating with her in an authentic way. Stephen, welcome to the show. Thank you. So happy to have you. For those people out there who may not know about Vibrant Nation, please tell us about it. Sure. Well, VibrantNation.com is the leading online community for women over 50, the women, the women we call vibrant women who are smart, successful boomer women who are welcoming the chance to connect with each other and support each other on issues unique to this great new stage of life they find themselves in. And it is a great new stage, isn't it? I've heard it this stage called kind of the third age or the third life, but it it really is quite a vibrant stage for women. We are living longer than ever before, and therefore we're taking more kind of care of our health. So it really is a vibrant time, isn't it? I agree. You know, I love this the statement that I stole um, from somebody, but that the longevity re- um, revolution didn't just add 20 years to the end of life. It really added 20 years to the middle of life. And I think that's one of the things that women recognize that marketers don't, that they may be aging when they've reached the age of 50, but they are a long, long way from being old. And instead of just lengthening the the process, the number of years in which you're old, it really lengthens, it creates this huge, long, new window of being in the right in the middle of life. Absolutely, and I think women in that stage of life actually see themselves as and view themselves as being mentally much younger. I mean, we joke a lot, I think, about 50s the new 30 and 40s the new 20, but I, I really do think, especially with these women, it is, a, it is kind of a mental state of mind, isn't it? Uh, that's exactly right. I mean, I love one fact I heard last week is that when, when surveyed boomer women define old, as an age that's three years past the average age of death. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's great. Not, that's something I can get behind. <laughs> isn't that good? Right, because it's not a stage that they ever think they're going to be in. And, and, you know, we talk about age really at the door doorway of Vibrant Nation as being 50-plus, but we'd use it because women themselves tell us that it represents something much bigger, a real stage of life in which um, things are different. Um, we compare it a lot to becoming a mother, and at that earlier stage of life, um, a woman's body changes, her values change, the way she makes purchase decisions changes. And women themselves tell us for, uh, not for a single reason like motherhood, but for a host of reasons, somewhere around age 50, that very similar things happen. Of course, her body starts to change, um, not in, always in ways that are welcome, but ways that are real. Um, her values change, though, sometimes in very profound ways, and the way she makes purchase decisions change. And, and those changes really um, take place for a long time. And at, at VibrantNation.com, what we enable is what women have this innate gift for already, is to support each other and find solutions to make the most out of this new life stage. Well, and you do that. You know, I, I have been on VibrantNation.com, and I'm not 50, although I'm not horribly far from 50. <laughs> But I would argue that women my age in their 40s and women in their 30s probably find it incredibly educational. What are your readers saying to you about the site, what you offer, and and also the great community that you have there? 
Well, that's right. You know, we actually had some members question this this week, Maria. It was interesting. They said, um, well, wait a minute. There's clearly women here who aren't 50 yet. Are they allowed? <laughs> you know, and our response was, if they can join the community in, in the spirit of it, um, they certainly are. And these issues are really life stage driven and topical. So, for example, you know, a health issue like menopause, um, that's one that starts for women at a lot of different ages, some as early as 40, some as late as 50. Um, but certainly the issues, also it depends if you had a child at age 20, um, you become an empty nester a lot younger than if you had your children, you know, your last child when you were 35. So we yeah, find that, um, we do find women seem to recognize that there's some, they, they get that it's about the spirit of midlife, but, but you're right. Um, we also have a lot of women come and say they're on the site. They know that there's a stage ahead and they want to start getting ready for it. And what we really find is these women are online, they're connecting offline, you know, they're on Facebook, they're doing all kinds of things online, but there isn't a place where they can talk about the issues that are really unique to this stage of life. You know, their, their desire, can they really start a business? This topic, important topic you were just talking about. Um, where can they, you know, companies, they, they feel almost uniformly invisible in the marketplace. So finding, connecting with each other is a, is a very increasingly important way to find products and services that really serve their interests and needs as they, as they get a little bit older. Well, and I think all women look to fan, fan, uh, family and friends kind of for that word of mouth recommendation and looking for that community. And I do agree that that women of age 50 and above have become incredibly savvy online and are looking for that community there. And as I mentioned a little bit earlier, these are women that are among the wealthiest in the country. They have disposable income, even in the, the economy that we've been experiencing the last few years. We know we've been talking a lot about this on this show about how these women will be the recipients of the biggest transfer of wealth in this country. Again, they're active, they're healthy, they're you know well into their 90s. We still outlive our spouses by seven years. So I have to ask, you know, why do you think they have been ignored by marketers for so long? And do you think some marketers are starting to sit up and take notice? Um, that is the, that's the $64,000 question, and um, I'd love to um, share my thoughts. I mean, I think basically it comes down to some very, very old stereotypes. I mean, old, I mean, like 30-year-old stereotypes. It may not even apply to these women's mothers, you know, that may have applied to their grandmothers, however. I think the first is this assumption by marketers that women establish their brand loyalties in their 20s and never change. That if you can become, if the woman becomes a, you know, if Tide becomes her detergent, um, then she's going to use Tide for the rest of her life. Um, and that just, that we know that's not true anecdotally. We see women using, um, you know, method cleaners, or all of a sudden they're becoming concerned about green qualities, or they're concerned about a new brand, that, you know, an OxyClean that's going to get things cleaner, just like younger women are. I think the other stereotype is was really based on the fact of, of, of shorter lifespans, and it was the fact that women in their 50s um, were starting to, the assumption that they were starting to wind down, that they weren't open to new experiences and new brands and new opportunities, and much less that they would use their discretionary income on themselves to buy a whole new wardrobe or start a business or go on a trip to Peru. And I think, again, um, we know in real life, you know, I mean, I tell people, just look around, and they get it all of a sudden. They say, oh, yeah, you mean my, like my next-door neighbor? And I say, exactly. But, but it's an odd example where the stereotypes are much stronger than individuals' awareness about what it's really like for women. Um, for that reason, one of the things we hope will help, we've just written a book called Vibrant Nation, 
what vibrant boomer women 50 plus know, think, do, and buy to help marketers get it right. Because as you note, the, the examples of success stories are few and far between. Um, a couple we do think are getting it recently are one is the Not Your Daughter's Jeans brands. Um, mm-hmm. I like it because I think the message itself says um, you deserve to have jeans you love, but we also know that you get you can't wear your daughter's jeans. Um, and I think they play it's a fine line because it doesn't mean you're old to say that you're not 23 anymore, but how can you have fun with that and, and say that we know that there's a, there are a lot of great jeans <laughs> for you to wear in the years ahead. Um, or the Olay Regeners brand, I think in a very different way, Olay and Procter Gamble have done a really good job of, of showing they just take women, boomer women and vibrant women seriously. And they say that, you know, I think what we hear women say is they feel that Olay says, we'll give, if we give you the information, we trust you'll make a good decision. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Said, I think that those successful companies are speaking to women in a way that feels respectful. Um, and also, you know, kind of a head nod to we get that you're not 20 years old, but that doesn't mean you can't look and feel 20, you know. And I think that that um, this is not your daughter's or your granddaughter's jeans. I've seen that ad. I've seen the print ad and it caught my attention. And I thought, but yet that the image in that ad is still a very curvy, sexy woman. Right. Exactly. And I think that that's the point. We all want to feel 20 and mentally we're 20. But at the same time, we don't want marketers to market to us like we're 20 because they don't get us. And I, I'm so glad you've come out with a book that, that tries to educate marketers and how to speak to these women in a respectful way that really also connects with where they are in the mental state of mind. Um, you've talked a lot about stereotypes out there. I found it interesting when I was doing research on you that you're the only man in your company. Is that still the case? That is still the case, fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> How's that working for you? And do do you even find yourself falling into that stereotype trap of of, of being stereotyped as a man and falling? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I was thinking: Do you ever find yourself, despite being surrounded by women, that you still right. fall into those mental stereotypes? I think they keep me pretty sharp. I have to say, I don't know. Maybe I'm more guilty of that at home. At work, I can't get away with that. Um, but I, but I do understand it. I mean, I think it just takes, we, it's interesting, actually, let me tell you a story that, you know, I had done all this research before we started the company. I told my staff, all of whom are women and, and, and celebrate what we do on the, on the site, that this fact that I, you know, that I heard over and over these women, no matter how rich or beautiful or whatever they were, powerful, that they had had an experience literally of feeling invisible in the marketplace. And um, one of our, our colleagues um, had a sister come in who's a blogger and a really academic, a really thoughtful person, attractive, you know, had discretionary income. And it wasn't until she sat at the, our lunch table at the, at, at the office and told everybody, oh, yeah, I feel invisible when I go shopping, mm. that they, they, it, they didn't really believe that that experience was true and that common for women. So I think I do understand how... Um, I think marketers, the big opportunity is this isn't that hard. You know, women can make their own shopping decisions pretty well by the time they reach midlife. But no one's saying just very directly, we recognize why you're an important consumer. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. And, that's and those companies so. that do, Stephen, don't you find that these women really do support them and rally around those companies? Well, that's why I think it's such a no-brainer to do this, or at least to try, because there are so few getting it right. 
that when mm-hmm. you do, um, you just get this enormous reward, and they spread the word about it. They say, oh, these guys really get it right. I'm sure you've heard, you know, women at all ages do that, but especially when they're not fighting over you anymore, when fun, one of them finally says, we get why you're cool and why we'd like you as a customer. Um, women, you know, not only say that's great, they tell their sister-in-law about it and their neighbor and their friends on Vibrant Nation. You know, it's interesting. I, you write a lot of articles. I've seen a lot of your work out there in the space on this topic. And I think one of the things that you said in one of your articles that I found particularly enlightening, and I wholeheartedly agree, is that you say to ensure that women, especially boomer women, are represented correctly, you need those women at the table during marketing decisions. And I, I would imagine that that would behoove any company to have a representation of their target at the table or at least to say, hey, have you considered this demographic, this target, and and here's why. Yeah. Um, Let me tell you an interesting story about why and why I think that message is is still, we still need to keep saying that because it's not always being heard. I was meeting with them. some marketers at a major um, consumer products company, a Fortune 100 company, and they were they they had had a stated goal of reaching boomer women, and they had also done a really good job in reaching um, Latino and Hisp- Hispanic women, and I and they 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 I said, well, why why can't you just do what you do for boomer women, which you've already done so successfully in the Hispanic community, and they said. Well, we understand why we have to deliver a different message to Hispanic women because they 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 often speak literally a different language. But we don't get why that why can't deliver the same message to to boomer women that we deliver to her daughter and nieces and younger sisters. And I just thought that encapsulated um, why they really don't get it that they need to hear from these women that we don't hear the same message. We don't want the same. Um, we don't want to be marketed to in exactly the way our daughters do. You know, we love yeah. them, we, we support them, but we're really different. And, and we're, we have different values, right, at this stage of life. We have different reasons that are going to prompt us to make purchase decisions. And if you're not willing to pay attention to that, you're probably not going to get the, the business from us that you could. Um, Absolutely, and, I, and you're leaving a lot of money on the table, that's for sure. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Stephen, I want to talk about how um, boomer women or women of a certain age are depicted by the media, not necessarily advertising. So more on that when Purse Rings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Think about it. You've worked so hard with your existing clients. How much time do you have every day to recruit more clients, expand your business, and add more value to your service? Let WebmasterRadio.fm do the work for you. We're the premier business-to-business on-air and on-demand podcast network with shows like SEO Rockstars, SEO 101, and SEM Synergy. We can tailor an ad campaign that includes 30 seconds every hour and a 30-minute special every month, plus the banner ads and links you need to reach our built-in audience and our legions of loyal listeners and podcasters. What you charge in hours for service is all it takes to get started on the fast lane to growing your business. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for consultation today. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC Profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. Joining me today is Stephen Riley, founder of Vibrant Nation, VibrantNation.com. We've been talking about women over age 50 and the opportunity that lies with her. If if companies can just get it right and figure out how to market to her, talk to her, communicate to her, capture her attention and gain her loyalty. And, um, you know, we've been talking about all the fun things that you do on VibrantNation.com and how... You know, advertising and companies really have been getting it quite wrong in large part because they don't have any kind of representation within their own four walls. But, you know, you you don't have to watch very much television or very many movies to figure out that there's a lot more women over 50 than ever before. You know, I can't look more than, you know, a couple of clicks away and Betty White is everywhere. You know, I feel like she's the latest pinup girl. I was in the mall the other day. And she has her very own calendar, Stephen, for 2011. I mean, that's remarkable, I think. And um, I was reading how iVillage is connecting with boomers with the lifestyle side. And you've got Sally Field, who for, for me will always be, you know, 16. But she's in Brothers and Sisters. You've got Bonnie Bedelia in Parenthood, who plays just a really sexy woman. You know, do you think media has finally set up to take notice? And do you think they're going to help the rest of us do the same? Um, I hope so. Um, Sure, Maria. I think there actually are some signs of improvement. It's been a long wait, and they're not there yet. Um, You mentioned a couple, but, you know, just in the last couple weeks, both ABC together with USA Today and NBC Universal um, came out with major studies um, showing why in one case, Nielsen should be tracking um, boomers' um, use of television because they're such an important part of the audience. Um, ABC and USA Today showing how boomers are online and how they confirming their importance. So I think um, I think they're getting it. You've given some examples. I mean, Susan Boyle was the um, most profitable recording um, um, musician in the world over the last couple of years. Um, and um, you know, Meryl Streep starting. It's complicated. They. They do go on and on, and I think 
one of the things I think about this, it, it has taken longer than it should have, but I think we've been a little distracted that people have been pointing out these landmark events, first boomer turns 60, first boomer, you know, re- gets Medicare, and next year we'll see the first boomer turn 65. But, you know, the most important fact in any big shift is not the first person, especially of a demographic that has 80 million people in it, it's not the first person, it's when the middle of the pack has, pe- has moved into that range that you really see change. And mm-hmm. I talk about this a lot, the fact that the average boomer is still only 53 years old, and yet we have this view that it's Tom Brokaw, it's, it's Mick Jagger. It isn't. It's really someone who's much younger than we have in our mind when we think about boomers. And I think the fact that, you know, there are 40, 40 million vibrant women, what we call the baby boomer women in the U.S., and it's really not till now that the majority of them have even been in their 50s, or not until the last couple of years. And I think that's really, I attribute that and the fact that these sheer numbers are moving on a scale that advertisers and media companies have to pay attention to, as well as understanding that these are not only the the largest um, demographic of media consumers, but the most profitable ones. Well, you know, that's interesting. I don't think I even realize that we're looking at a 53-year-old. I mean, that, and that seems so young to me. Uh, so clearly, and I feel, I feel like I'm fairly educated on this topic, but I guess mentally I always thought they were, you know, closer to 60. I mean, right. I guess that's not too terribly surprising. I'm probably, I probably misconstrued it like much of America. Um, I'm a marketer. This is a show where we talk a lot about marketers. We talk to marketers. Um, what do you think we can do to kind of kind of make the case to our own clients that women over 50 are a demographic worth pursuing? Because in some cases, we, we really have to convince our clients, sadly. Oh, yeah. And I still have, I mean, the, you know, not too long ago, I still had agency representatives say my clients are still asking me, are, are, are boomer women really online? Mm-hmm. You know, and that in spite of the fact that they're all over Facebook and they're, all over VibrantNation.com, and they're listening to Internet radio programs. Um, so I think the f- you've, you've already mentioned the first one, which I would hope is, is that the, 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 first, um, the people who do this first are going to succeed the, the most because the op- there's so much opportunity there that, you know, th- this was something that happened with Chico's. Now, women, some women love Chico's, some women don't love Chico's. But Chico's, you know, early on embraced um, women at midlife. And I remember reading an interview where the CEO of Chico said he couldn't believe that the, the, what he woke up, he woke up every morning assuming that somebody was going to end up starting a copycat store. And nobody mm-hmm. did. And so, you know, they had a long, long run of, of generating a lot of money from just, just directly marketing and serving and engaging this demographic. And I think that the the brands that do that are going to win big, and I think the other factor has got to be, to some degree, a little, a little bit of a fear factor to tell those companies that if you don't do it, you're missing the fastest-growing demographic with the most discretionary income in the company. And the research, which we're happy to share with them, is and include in our in our new book, the research is very clear that if you continue ignoring them, you know someone else is going to get their business. Yeah. Well, and like I said, money money speaks volumes, doesn't it? Nobody wants to leave money on the table, and many many companies are sadly leaving money on the table because they're just not paying attention to what's going on around them. If you would, Stephen, before we leave, can you just restate the title of your book and where everybody can can get a copy? Oh, sure. I'm 
vibrant nation, what boomer women 50-plus know, think, do, and buy. Um, it's for sale on Amazon, or they can um, find it at our site, VibrantNation.com. Wonderful. Stephen, thank you so very much for being on the show today and talking about women over 50. It's a topic near and dear to my heart, and, and hopefully as marketers we can elevate this demographic within the minds and hearts of our own clients. So thank you. Well, it's a great mission, and you're doing a great job. Thank you for having me. Thank you, and thanks to George, my producer, for another great show. And join me next week for another edition of Purse Strings right here, Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. I'll be speaking with Carol Evans. She's the CEO and founder of Working Mother Media, the folks behind Working Mother Magazine. We're going to be talking about the latest study, What Moms Think, the Working Mother Report. Insight could be really, really surprising to you. More on that next week right here on Purse Strings. Until then, make it a great one. <music> 